It's 2002. Michael Jackson dangles his son, Prince Michael II, off the balcony of his hotel room in Berlin. It was also the year of the sequel, as The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Star Wars Episode Two, and Harry Potter Two all hit theaters and respectively earned second, third, and fourth at the box office for the year. Bond is not number one, it's Spider-Man. So he decides to go to North Korea and grow a beard. It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot! Hey, I feel the need for need for Please, you can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Action Podcast. I am the Sphinx, and with me, my co-host, it is LPJ. Sigmund Freud. <sighs> yeah. Analyze this. Analyze this, 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 this. We do have two other people with us here today, too. Doing some more James Bond, which I love. Uh, we've got Craig WK. Craig, what's up? Hey, uh, great to be back again. Awesome. And we've got Joe. Thank you. You guys shine the bond signal in the air, and I am here again. It's almost like you never left. It almost (laughs) is like you never left. It's almost like you guys were just here a second ago. Yes. So last week we did Thunderball. It is now time for us to do Die Another Day. (laughs) Which you can't say with a straight face. (laughs) No, I cannot. Die Another Day came out in November of 2002. It was the 40th anniversary of Bond, and throughout the film, they make use of that with a lot of different scenes and and homages to this series throughout the last 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) And then a lot of, (laughs) all of us are just giving like (laughs) deep sighs (laughs) because of what this movie has done. Let's, Let's start Die Another Day by discussing the first time we saw this. And any experience that that was tied to. Anyone like to go first? I'll go first. All right. My first experience with Die Another Day was the, I believe, the opening uh, when it came out in theaters. Me and my buddy Andy, who's my you know fellow Bond aficionado, who knows a lot more than I do, and uh, I. We, we went to the theaters, and you know how when you see a movie in the theaters, you tend to be like, oh, man, that was awesome, Like even if it wasn't that good? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, yeah. we left it, and we were like, well, that was okay, right? <laughs> and it was like, we were like convincing ourselves, like, it had its parts that were good. And I was like, yeah, but like, the villain. And he was like, yeah, no, but like, it had this part that was cool. And I was like, but the villain. I remember being very hung up on the fact that I was not a fan of the villain. And I, I'm all about the villain. So that's what I'm, one of my main things. You sure are. <laughs> all I about sure the am. villain. I am all about villainy. You would make a great Bond villain, Craig. I I wish I could say something that would like make me seem more heroic. If but we no, if you're we, right. If, if we had a white cat and you were petting it right now, like can you totally see that 
LPJ like him. Why does just, the cat gotta be white? Just because <laughs> it's always white, it's you bastard. <laughs> God. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Craig WK. They told me you were assassinated in Hong Kong. It's a uh, yeah better Bond movie. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it's not better worse. than this one. <laughs> it's not worse than Die Another Day. Fair enough. Joe, you want to go next? Uh, yeah, I mean, given the timing of this, I definitely saw it in the theaters. I would say with LPJ, but yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking November. I might have been up at school. I don't know. Let's say we saw it. It was together. November '02, right? Yeah. So, so you two saw it together? It's possible. But we, you saw it with you two? I'm like, sure we saw Bono it on the edge. <laughs> we probably saw I hate it. Like Thanksgiving break, maybe? Like Thanksgiving break is my guess. Yeah, it's true. I feel like, let's just say we saw it together, because we saw a lot of stuff together. No, I'm, so. I know we did. Okay. I know well, we did, because we were like, I remember you and I liking it. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, because I mean, like, I must have liked it, because I, I realized that I own this on DVD. Yeah, this is the only Bond movie I own on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I own... I own. What the hell is wrong with yeah. that? I don't know. Well, to be Did you get it for free? No, I, I would say that, and in, in LPJ will agree, there was a part in our lives where it was kind of just like, oh, movies come out today we have to go buy one yeah and it was like oh i saw that i should buy it and own it so like Dude. i have so many movies in my collection i'm like why do i own changing lanes with samuel <laughs> jackson and ben affleck but like I, I saw it so i need to buy it i don't own that one i did see it with you but i don't own that one follow-up question uh uh you know from what sphinx just asked did someone pay you to take the movie? <laughs> no, like, I bought the two special edition. Yeah, it's like and I, when I, <laughs> I have it too. What I, what oh, I do. I, I have all the Bond movies, yeah, so well, yeah. yeah. I, I, but it is the last one I wanted to buy, <laughs> like legit, because I have the original DVDs when they came out, and when the original DVD boxes came out, it was like 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I can't, I can't have the whole collection without adding this shit movie so i had to buy it <laughs> i would just i'm mean, like i hadn't dug it out in a while and it is that two disc special edition and i was like i didn't have time to get into it but there was literally a commentary track on there that just pierce brosnan and roseman pike and i'm like i want to listen to that <laughs> but yeah. I was like i was like i can't like it was a, a slog i will say to get through this movie i try and watch movies in one sitting this was like three different times i had to pick it up because i was just like all right i need a break oh yeah i had to watch this over Three sessions, like over a couple days. Yeah, I I just finished. I just finished like the last half hour this oh, morning because I couldn't. I had to like. Yeah, I finished it this afternoon. <laughs> I'm so glad that you you both had to do that because uh when uh we first started like pouring into the studio, Joe and I are talking and Joe's telling me he's like, man, I I, I had to put the movie down. I had to pick it back up. I had to put the movie back up. And I was just like, oh man, I I I get. I guess Diana. Like I didn't watch Die Another Day. Like if I wasn't gonna watch last week's episode. Like I didn't watch Thunderball before recording. <laughs> I certainly was not going to watch Die Another Day before recording. And uh, uh, I'm so glad that you also, LPJ, were just like, oh, I had to take a break. Oh, I started man. feeling sweaty while I was watching it. I started feeling flush. and had this bad taste in the back of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, and I knew it was going to be bad because I went to go. So I grabbed the movie off my shelf. And I go to get it. It's in a slip. It's in a, it's in a cardboard slip case. Yeah, right? yeah. I went to go push the movie out of it. And it was stuck to the inside of the slipcase. <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out what was going on. It took me a solid five minutes to actually get the movie out of the slipcase so I could get it. It was like they the were universe. telling me to just put it back. <laughs> the universe was just like, LPJ, what are you doing? Do it, man. Just set it back. I'm giving you all the warnings. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Five minutes. You're still trying. Yeah, it's yours. Enjoy. Yeah. 
Hope I, you like surfing. <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> we're, we're not even there yet. Why we does are this not with surfing? even there yet. Sphinx, what, uh, what uh, was your first experience uh, with this movie? So this was my junior year of high school. I was obsessed with James Bond. Had seen all the Pierce Brosnan movies in the theater. I think it was said that this was going to be his last. I think we knew that this was the final one for him, if I remember I right. I so. And so... I, I had a big group of friends, and we were kind of like, like brag. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, we were kind of like Joe and LPJ, except we had other people. It's not a brag. Except for the two First of, of all, it's an over-exaggeration. It's no, an exaggeration. it's not. It was like eight or ten of us that we would go and see movies. So I actually, from the the intro that I made, I remember we went, we all went and saw the Lord of the Rings. We all went and saw Spider Man. We all went and saw Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets, and all of that. And it, I was like, all right, well, we're going to do this for Bond. Because no one else in my group of friends was really into Bond. It was just me. Uh-huh. But I'm like, no, like I've seen these other movies with all of you. I want to see Bond. And I was so excited. It was at AMC 20 in Livonia. It was opening night. Lots of people. I was so, you know, we got there early, waited in line to the theater open. I was so excited for this movie. And when, <laughs> when Bond got captured... I said out loud at the theater, what the hell is this? <laughs> because my James Bond does not get captured, damn it. And I was so angry. And by the end of this movie, I hated it when we left the theater. I'm like, this movie sucked ass. I was so pissed. I bet my brother was just so happy that you were mad. I was so mad. I don't know if your brother was there, actually, Ooh. for this one. He might not have been. He might not have, he might not have been. Sphinx, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's it like having friends? <laughs> it's I don't nice know what most of like. the time. Oh, you know, okay. Most of the time. I bet it's nice. It's expensive. It is expensive. Because he's uh, got to pay them all. <laughs> you're a jackass. You got, guys, I had a pretty large group of friends. You know, not to, not to brag, but. And like, not, it's entourage. Humble brag, more than one friend. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Listen, just because you all don't like this movie doesn't mean you can, you know, lash out at me <laughs> that I have friends. Oh, boy, right. But we did anyway. You did yeah. anyway. All right. This was probably my third time watching this movie, in all honesty. Yeah, this is probably <laughs> like, like I, 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 you know, saw it in the theater, hated it. When I bought the DVD, I'm pretty sure I watched it again to be like, was this as bad as what I remembered? And I pretty much said yes. And then for the show, I, I think that, that was the third time I've ever seen this movie. I think it's exactly how it went for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. I do. I remember watching all the special features on the DVD just because yeah. I usually do yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, I, this is only the, probably the third time I've seen this all the way through. And I still I did watch the special features just for this episode, so I will do my best to add as many of those things as I can because I painfully put myself through it all. <laughs> So, this movie is directed by Lee Tamahori, who is someone that I don't really know as a director a whole lot. Did any of you know of his name before? Nope. Nope. Lee who? Tamahori. <laughs> Gazuntite. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Okay. I, I think he's Spanish. Um, I don't know what he was. He didn't look like what the name might... Anyway. All right. So, uh, he did... Um, <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> He did the Triple X sequel. Oh, State of the Union. Yeah. Oh, all right. With Ice Cube. Uh-huh. He, yes. He did Next. I don't know what Next is. Oh, it's a Nicolas yeah. Cage movie. Oh, that must have been great. He did Mahalan Falls, which I have heard of that. It's like a thriller, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a couple other pieces of shit I've never heard of before. <laughs> but 
<laughs> this is a fantastic story. And I told you guys I have a great story about Lee Tamahori. Uh-huh. Lee Tamahori was arrested in 2006. Any guesses how he got or why he was arrested? Oh, uh, a police huh. officer had to watch this movie. Wait, no, you said it was before it came out. <laughs> no, 2006. Okay, yeah, so they watched, after. they watched this movie and were very upset and tracked him down. Mm-hmm. Okay, he um, he was smuggling diamonds <laughs> into North Korea. Oh, conflict <laughs> he, he went through gene therapy like who's the... He actually he became the villain in real <laughs> life. He spent more than an hour in the dream machine... <laughs> Uh, the dream machine. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has a fucking dream machine. You know, I blocked that out of my memory. Uh, well, it's uh, back oh, now. And uh, he had like rainbow drags. <laughs> <laughs> dream machine. It was fucked up. Uh, Craig, what do you think happened to Lee? My guess is that he uh, uh, had a. a, a you know, gone overboard in a fencing match. <laughs> uh, that's that's my guess. I love all of these, but believe it or not, this one is more batshit crazy than maybe all of these. Lee, the Dream Machine? <laughs> well, maybe not that one. Lee Tamahori was arrested in L.A. dressed as a woman mm-hmm. that offered oral sex to an undercover police officer. <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> Must be a... What's the big deal? He's a close friend. Of, he's a close friend of Brian Singer. What's, um, you guys are laughing, but like, what's? what's uh, I don't understand what the. I mean, it's a shame he got caught, but uh, he's like, he's, uh, he's like I, I thought you said this was a crazy story. That's a that's a, a Tuesday night for Craig WK. Oh boy. You did, but I mean, I'm not stupid enough to get caught by an undercover cop. You give themselves away. You do some weird research for noobs and dragons. <laughs> yeah, do you and Lee talk to each other and figure out these ideas? No, I'm not a hack like he is. <laughs> getting caught by an undercover cop. What an idiot. What a dumb, stupid idiot. Uh, Question number one is always, are you a cop? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they uh, uh, they have to tell you the truth, right? Isn't that how cops work? <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's how it works. Good God. All right. Wait, so when did Triple X uh, State of the Union come out? <laughs> I think uh, 2003. I think it was the year after this dumpster fire. So right after that is when he started working with Nick Cage? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. This movie was written by Neil Purvis and Robert Wade. Written? These <laughs> What? Written? <laughs> like well, somebody took some time on this? Somehow they did. Uh-huh. These two, you know they've done the last six Bond movies? Yeah. Yeah, which is like crazy to think that they wrote this one and then ones that are good. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what what happened on this one? <laughs> well, but what happened on The World Is Not Enough, which yeah. was, I think, the first one that they did. Okay, that's fair. And but... what happened to Quantum of Solace? Well, no, yeah. you can't. I, will, I know, they had the strike, and I know that you have this weird love for Quantum of Solace. I will defend Quantum I, of Solace. I, I, now, now. I kind of like Quantum of Solace. Yeah. It does have the opera scene. It, yeah. And that's a great scene. It's pretty The great. rest of the movie sucks. The rest <laughs> of the movie, you know, we won't get into that one. Yeah, yet. we're not. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll be able to talk about it another time. And, and somehow, even after Spectre, which is not a fantastic Bond movie either. Oh, um, I, have, I have qualms about Spectre. <laughs> yeah. They... Um, when Danny Boyle dropped out of doing the new Bond movie, Bond 25, what does um, Barbara Broccoli do? She rehires Purvis and Wade. So they're doing the new Bond. They're going to be the writers of the new Bond in 2020. Okay. Oh, good. So, <laughs> right? Like, I'm kind of like, are we going to get Skyfall here and Casino Royale, or are we going to get fucking Die Another Day? 
Like, I, it's hard to say. I feel like we're going to die another day because I'm so. sure Danny Boyle had some great ideas and probably was going a little bit off the cuff of James Bond. And I think that I think Daniel Craig wants to do. He wants. He wants. <laughs> he to do wants anything. his last movie. He to wants be to do anything day. but be James Bond, right? Well, like I, I don't. I'm not feeling confident here. Oh, I think if you look at all the facts and you really analyze this, you analyze son of this, a bitch. <laughs> analyze this, <laughs> Sigmund Freud, <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> you know what? Since you've done that, let's get this damn move. Let's get this damn music out of the way. You mean the greatest Bond song ever? This made? is hands down the worst yeah. ba- Bond it, song worst, yeah. you will ever hear. And there are some fantastic Bond songs, Oscar winners, number one on the Billboard chart. This one didn't do any of that. Not even close. Let's let's listen. Yeah. Ugh. We're gonna watch the video too. <laughs> what you said you wanted the remix? No, I said get Madonna off my podcast. Can I uh can I fill you guys in on something that you guys are gonna hate me for? Oh yes, boy. please. Sigmund Freud. I, I, I don't I don't I don't mind this. <laughs> I kinda I kinda like the song. A oh bit. no. I don't know what it is. And it, it, don't be wrong, it's a bad song. The the part where she says Sigmund Freud and then just start saying analyze this over and over again. It's not a good song. I like it at least better than the the theme from Spectre. Do you do you like it? I, well, love, I love the theme from Spectre. I like Sam Smith. Do you do you like I it? I don't feel like that's a Bond song. People yeah, don't, don't, think so people don't like it. I do. I don't. I, know I don't. I don't mind the Sam Smith one either. Oh, good. I'm but happy I'm not the do, only do one. You think, well, you're both wrong. Well, I'm giving you dagger eyes because <laughs> yeah, this song are. is fucking trash. Do you, do you think maybe you like it because during the movie it's intercut with scenes of like Bond getting waterboarded and tortured and scorpions <laughs> for some reason? <laughs> you know what? I mean, ability yeah. 101, it's, it's what I'm about. I, uh, I, I will say that uh, I, I, uh, I'm, I get pretty excited about uh, villainy. <laughs> Torturing people is great. It's waterboarding a, fan. I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent for waterboarding. <laughs> you know, there are some Bond movies where they have the singer actually in the opening credits. If it was Madonna that was being tortured while she was singing the song, it might have made it a little bit better. I mean, that is the music I, video. <laughs> that is the music video, but I, I guess it still didn't work for me because I wanted you to turn that how off. How did you feel about her cameo in the movie? Oh, no, that's Horrible. Bad. That's real bad. Why does she think she's British when she's born here in Michigan? Well, she didn't have a British accent in the movie. She kind of tried to. Oh, I don't yeah. think so. No. She'd been hanging out she, with uh, Pierce Brosnan for too long. Exactly. It. You, she she tried. You mean her role is her no, role is very J. LPJ, it is so bad. Why am I defending her? I don't know either. It wasn't that bad. I believe that she was a fencing instructor. I mean, she really knows fencing, right, guys? Right? She seemed to. Totally. God. Hate it. All right. It, she. You know what? We must think that she's real, a real fencing instructor because she's such a good actress. It's true. It's, it's, yep. That's exactly it. So our cast here, our Bond is um, actually this is the first Bond movie that we've done. You're, you're waiting for me to say his name wrong, and uh-huh. I'm not going to. Let's wait and see. Jackass. 
The uh, it is. I already mentioned it, it's his last film as Bond. It's Piers Brosnan. Oh, there you go. I was hoping that you were gonna purposely butcher it and be like <laughs> Pepe Brono. <laughs> Pepe, Pepe, Pepe Brono. He should have been in this movie. <laughs> Pepe Brono was. Uh, yeah, I think Pierce wishes that he used the name Pepe Brono. I don't think he wants is, to have credit for this movie. That's the Bond movie. movie Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Senior Spielberg. Senior Spielberg. He wasn't driving a, a DB. Uh, he wasn't driving a Vanquish. He was driving a Canyon Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's Bond. Halle Berry is Jinx, which, man, Halle Berry is like at the top of her game at this point. When and did then Cat she decided. Then she decided to do this movie. She did literally Cat come out after this. I think it did. Yeah. Is this the reason why her t- career started to? It honestly not do might be good. because she literally won the Oscar for Monsters Ball this February of two thousand two, and then this came out in November. <laughs> so how you go from an Oscar-winning performance, because she is the only African-American female uh, to win Best Actress still. Really? Uh, yeah. Good on her. Yeah. Um, but then she decided to do Die Another Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, poor girl. Yeah. You poor, Well, she fool. probably did that. She probably filmed Die Another Day long before uh, the no. Oscar came out. No, it was right around the same time. The filming started in December of 2001 and made it all the way through May. Hey, sometimes you, know? you got sometimes you just gotta get that paycheck. I yeah. make that money. That's got to be it, right? Well, like, they they were gonna give her her own series. Yeah, they were developing a spinoff for her character. Apparently, they yeah. were. Oh, I her feel and Michael like I heard about that. Yeah, and then they got uh, and then the uh, Barbara Broccoli and, and um, uh, Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson. Mm-hmm. They were greenlighting it. They were all gung ho for it, mm-hmm. and it was really? MGM that canceled it. Yeah, really, man. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been. What really. could have been the last action podcast on Jinx starring Halle Berry? <laughs> we could have got Michael Madsen. <laughs> so horrible. God, I hate Michael Madsen. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him in this movie. I don't get his thing. No, no, I don't get it either. Yeah. The, the writing is, man. It's bad. Writing's bad. Toby Stevens is Gustav Graves. Craig, how do you feel about Gustav Graves? I. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, as as a uh, I. Uh, can I talk about the plot a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm going to throw some of the, the the ending twist in here. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, so many spoilers. So we couldn't figure out that the fucking Korean guy was Gustav Grave. <sighs> anyway, sorry, I didn't I, mean to spoil it for you. That's the thing. Is <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, all right, you're going to get a, 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 a like this North Korean. What was he? A general who's yeah, the villain? A rogue general. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, and North Korea, that should be cool, right? And at that, Bond I mean, and Korea? Yeah, you know, I, I like Bond hasn't dealt with like North Korea as a foe in the Bond series up to this point, right? North, this is the first time North Korea is sort of like, you know, it's this threat. And it's like kind of a little bit more topical. North Korea is, you know, around this time, I, be- I believe, I haven't done research on this, but like that was around the time King, Kim Jong-il had been really starting to throw his weight around, doing mm-hmm. some, you know, really crummy stuff. And so... You have James Bond, who's you know dealing with his a rogue North Korean general, and they like the people making the movie were like got together and they're like, okay, but like I mean we can't really let someone who's not white be a main character, right? <laughs> and like the, and everyone was like, oh yeah, 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 we're all in agreement there, and they're like, okay, so like 
he got plastic surgery and he's a white dude now. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like one of them was like, what if he had like a suit that shocked people? And they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. This is all gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not allowed to have an Asian person be a main character. Uh, not allowed to, to to not have a robot suit that shocks Bond and uh, he's a white dude. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Wait, hold on a second. Does he have to spend any time in a dream machine? <laughs> Wait, d- what did you say, Clarence? Dream machine. Yeah, dream. Tell me more. <laughs> that, we're rolling with it. Dream machine. Dude, it, the other part of this movie that I don't get. There's only one other part of this no, movie. No, no. <laughs> I said another part of this damn, movie. One other. Not uh, the only I, other. I, I another part of this movie <laughs> I don't get is, so Bond's in prison for 14 months. Yeah, 14 months. Yikes. time. Because he's got fucking well, scorpion venom in him or some shit. <laughs> I didn't know that it, was a tactic. But, but think about it this way, right? It's 14 months. Mm-hmm. In only 14 months, the dude gets gene therapy, <laughs> develops a killer satellite, amasses a huge fortune, <laughs> becomes basically Elon Musk. <laughs> that and, is and, who I kept thinking about. Right, this and becomes like this gigantic celebrity philanthropist entrepreneur in yeah. 14 Months. You know, it he, took Michael Jackson a decade to turn white, but it took this guy <laughs> just a year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he is get, he is getting knighted the first time we meet him. Yeah, yeah. And while while white. while coming down on a parachute, yeah, an English flag parachute yeah. to London calling by the Clash. What? Is there something wrong with that? Uh, and a little then, on the nose. And then the other part of this is so uh uh what the hell? Uh, Miranda Frost, right? Yeah, she's the mole. Right. Yes. She was in the. Sydney Olympics, which was in 2000. Yes. So for su- fencing. For fencing. So supposedly she <laughs> stops fencing for whatever reason after winning a gold medal in Sydney, joins MI6, mm-hmm. and moves up the ranks enough to be put undercover on a mission in in less than two years. And so I'm happy you bring this up because I kept trying to figure out while rewatching this movie, why is Miranda Frost so pissed at Bond? Like, what is the motive for her to do all this? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, there's uh, none. Question. There is literally no reason why she's assigned to be this mole. Well, at and, all. And because the, we don't even know any backstory about how she even met Gustav Ooh, Bruce, right? But we do. Well, do we, we do. We do. They, were, they just happened to be on the same fencing team at yes, Harvard. They, oh, oh they, yeah, that's right. They were right. on the fencing team at oh, Harvard. No, oh, all right. which, is like, which is like a line that like I didn't catch until this last viewing of it, and only because I had closed captioning on. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, they met at the Harvard fencing What's team? that say at the bottom of the screen? Hold on. And, and, and M, right? She's like, well, had you, she's talking to Michael Madsen. Well, had you told us, how do they not know that yeah. she's on the fencing team? Yeah. And then she didn't do a very good job. Like, M was kind of pissed at her. She's like, you've been watching Gustav Graves all this time and you found nothing. Like, what's the deal? And she's like, I'll, I'll figure it out. Because Frost was all pissed that Bond was going to come to Iceland and was going to screw everything up. When obviously that's what she wanted to see happen. I don't. I don't. Well, know, that's man. what I can't figure out. A, I can't figure out what what was Bond's plan to begin with going to North Korea. No idea. Right. And then along with that, why did why did they care if he was there if he didn't figure into their plans at all, or if he did figure into their plans at all? Why did they care that he was there? Like they shouldn't have. It shouldn't have mattered that he was there one way or the other. Here's a here's the ultimate question. Are there, are there, like, 
scorpions found naturally in North Korea? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, well, you know what? He's importing cars. He might as well import scorpions. I mean, fair enough. That's how I have to get my scorpion, so I sure. guess I get it. I mean, sure. I mean none, of it, none of it makes sense. Um, oh, and... Oh, you got one more? He's got the giant satellite <laughs> to clear a minefield? I- you mean Icarus? Icarus. He's got Icarus <laughs> just to clear a minefield? Yeah, well, that's why he makes it. Well, I mean, to be fair, it can also make it sunny when it's dark outside. Well, there is that, <laughs> right? Like, what sense did that? Like, how is that the selling point? All right, world, I bring you Icarus. And it, it was like it was it like makes things bright when it's dark. It was like the oh, most, you mean electricity? <laughs> oh, it was you. like the most unnatural light too. It looked yeah. like those people were gonna start burning alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> like this is this is what you're offering people, huh? I'm so glad you you did this. Thank you. And how do the diamonds play into it? That's what's reflecting from the sun, apparently. That's what the the mirrors are made out of. Which again, like this is a homage to Diamonds Are Forever because oh, that Bond yeah. movie did. The, it was the same plot, pretty much. Is turn a fucking satellite into space using diamonds and then blow shit up. See, I thought it was that he was in the beginning of the movie when he's still Korean, and <laughs> when when Bond when Bond surfs in and he takes that guy's place, like he's trading weapons. For, for diamonds. Conflict diamonds, yes. right? Yeah, correct. So then when he becomes Gustav Graves, he's like, oh, I found this diamond mine, but they're really just all his conflict diamonds, right? Yes. He's just saying that he found him in a mine somewhere. Argentina is where he how, thought they were. And that's like I where his that. wealth is or whatever is from those diamonds. Mm-hmm. Because when they're examining him, they're like, these are exactly the same as conflict diamonds. So he's basically using all the diamonds he got from trading weapons in the beginning of the movie to like finance all his stuff now. Yep. My understanding. So, how how long has he been planning this then? Well, I think. Jeez, I don't. I, you hey, you do getting, a, you do a lot of thinking when you're in the dream machine. <laughs> <laughs> you're like getting you've got me, a lot of time on your hands. He doesn't sleep, right? Because apparently that's a thing. Well, getting me to the point where I have to try and defend the plot of this movie, I'm very <laughs> upset. But I don't think it was his overall plan. I think he switched it up. Like when Bond came in and messed everything up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he had to kind of go go to ground and get the DNA replacement or whatever the hell they call it. I think maybe he altered his plan and changed his mind a little bit about it. I don't. So think, he didn't intend to get DNA replacement therapy. No, I don't think that was part of his overall plan. I think it was like he got like when he got found out. Jesus, when he got found <laughs> yeah. out because he was doing this. <laughs> I really like you're trying to figure out. You, you are thinking about this way more than anyone he, that made this movie is. So like he was doing that stuff behind his dad's back, trading the weapons and stuff. So when his dad found out, he was kind of exiled, so he couldn't go back. Like after the, all the stuff went down with Bond. Okay. He well, no, he thought his dad thought he was dead. Right, because he flew off the. Which, by the way, Spinks, I had to laugh because when the hovercraft showed up, <laughs> oh, I, all, all I could think about was Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> Me too. And I and I said this too. I wrote this in my notes. I'm like hovercrafts again. Joe must be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just have a big note that says hovercraft with an exclamation point and in my mind it was that guy in the band in Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> dude, dude, we've had you here for four movies and half of them have a hovercraft. It's hovercraft. If there's <laughs> you said hovercraft right, that's yeah. a good, those if, are good odds. I, I try and think, I'm like, if I'm going to be on the show is there a hovercraft in it? Which, okay hovercrafts are totally going to set off those mines, right? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Look at how big those damn hovercrafts are. There's no way that's not going to cause an explosion. Come on, they ripped off that guy's clothes and Rumble in the Bronx. Of course they're going to set off a mine. It's <laughs> The one guy threw a tree. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) White Tiger. Man. He should have been the villain of this movie. You know what Bond needed? He had the Lamborghini. He just needed a giant ancient sword. Yeah, the serrated sword. He would have been great. (laughs) 
<laughs> so so bad. <laughs> All right. Last thing I had on Toby Stevens, we kind of went. Oh, there's more. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this was he was only 33 when he did the movie, and at the time he was the youngest Bond villain ever. Oh, and then after the gene replacement therapy, he was like what, 37, 38? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, another thing about the gene therapy thing, and, and Craig, uh, you talking about it earlier, maybe re- remember this when I rewatched uh-huh. the film. I had I never caught this until I rewatched it a few days ago. He says, Grave says that the reason why he chose to look the way that he does is that he wanted to look like Bond. Yeah. He does say that. He doesn't look like Bond at no. all. Well I I He's not even close. He's like a redhead with freckles. I think he meant more like a white, like English guy. Just a white like, guy. I don't think he meant like specifically him. I wanted to be just like you. I uh white. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> and that's pretty it's, much what it is. In English. I, like I even when I left that movie for the very first time, I thought, like, why didn't they just let him let the villain be Asian? Like that's weird, right? <laughs> that's uh, just real weird. I don't like it. He was kind of badass as a rogue general. I kinda liked that actor, whoever he was. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah right? Yeah, he, he was kinda cool. He kept his anger therapist in a punching bag. That yeah. He had. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, Ro- Rosamund, is that right? Rosamund. Rosamund. So there you go. You got me. Pike is Miranda Frost. And I, I do just want to bring her up because this is her first uh, movie role. Oh, really? And, and I actually, she might be the best part of this movie, maybe. Yeah, she is really good in this. I, I would agree. I, I really that. liked her. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys seen Gone Girl, where she was nominated for um, I have not seen it. Best no. Supporting Actress? No, but I have seen Jack Reacher, and she's great in Jack Reacher. Yeah, <laughs> she's great in that. Both of those movies, she does such a great job. Um, so I did want to bring that up. And then we've got... Um, uh, Rick Yoon is Zhao, who's uh, the sidekick. Or or as I have him labeled on all my notes, Johnny Tran. <laughs> Johnny Tran. <laughs> From the original yep. Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Judy Dench is our M. Of course. And then our Q is John Cleese. Um, and this is his first role actually as Q, as Desmond oh. Lewin, uh did World Is Not Enough and, and passed away in between these two movies. Yeah. He was the longest running Bond actor, wasn't he? Yeah, he did 19. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he did nine. Actually, he didn't do nineteen. He did seventeen Bond movies. Yeah, he wasn't in Doctor No, and he wasn't in Live and Let Die. It oh. was in the oh. last Bond movie where they had the uh, the like the homage to Desmond Llewellyn, where they like uh, they played like nobody yeah, does world it is not better. enough. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it was it. The, yeah. the nobody does it better song while yeah. they like show clips from him and stuff. Yep. I thought that was really kind of it was nice. It was touching, and I I remember watching that in the like DVD specials or whatever. Yeah, the DVD special I watched on Die Another Day. They actually interviewed his son, and his son said that he actually made like no money doing being Q. Really, it wasn't until um, the Pierce Brosnan era that he finally started to like make some decent money on the films. That's Which so is interesting because in some of the movies he has a pretty significant role. Yeah, like Octopussy. Yeah, uh, right. License to kill. License to kill. License to kill a lot. Yeah, you know. And uh, I don't know if maybe he had. I mean, I don't know. Contracts or something. Maybe bad contracts. You know, he's a supporting actor. He doesn't have huge roles. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot I, mean, I don't them, think he does anything else. So. Yeah, a lot of the movies he probably only has like one scene. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. I mean, it's still sad, though. Right, for he how was, famous he was. He was. Yeah, you know? and he was an older guy. It's like, come on, throw him a bone. <laughs> Seriously. Do you guys like John Cleese's Q? Eh. I didn't hate him, but, you know, it's he, fine. He, to me, he wasn't Desmond Llewellyn. So, yeah. like, to me, it was just like, uh But But honestly, if it was just, like, 
if he on it like if if I didn't have that previous experience through all those movies with Q, you know, having uh, John Cleese as him, I probably wouldn't have minded, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I like because of that, it just leaves a sour taste in my <laughs> mouth. It's like, oh, the guy I want to be Q is dead. Yeah, good, great. I didn't mind it. I mean, like, had he stayed. Obviously, the whole franchise gets rebooted after this. Yeah. Let's say it didn't get rebooted. Deservingly so. <laughs> yeah. Let's say it didn't get rebooted and it kind of continued. I, I would have been totally fine with him still as Q. I guess, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, I, I don't really think I loved him in, in this, but you're right. Like, I think if he did other ones, I, I probably would have been like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Probably I think it's such a small man. enough part that it's like, yeah, okay. I don't, th- I don't think he does a bad job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I do kind of like the scene with him. Um, you know, it's cool that they, they have all of the old gadgets, which yeah. they said in the documentary that they had to, they tried to bring back whatever they could, yeah. um, that they still had. Most, most notably that like crocodile submarine from yeah. Octopussy. <laughs> they must, they must have been, they're like, well, we can find a lot of the Octopussy stuff. Cause they had the plane from the beginning of Octopussy was yeah. in there and the uh, crocodile alligator, crocodile, crocodile, crocodile submarine. So yeah. it's like, we got that stuff. And then what? he turns the jetpack on from Thunderbolt, yeah. which is kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> Rosa Klebs, um, but I didn't. Uh, Rosa Klebs shoes I didn't, there. I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I saw nice. the. Yeah. I saw the jetpack, but not the helmet. Did anyone see the helmet? <laughs> I did not. The you know what? It there. must not have survived. <laughs> yeah, might not have made it. So, yeah. Um. All right. We we talked briefly about Bond's um, water skiing experience to start this movie. Surfing. 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 I said skiing. Sorry. <laughs> water skiing is what you said. Yeah. Which is surfing. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. I. Such a dumb. This whole intro. I already mentioned it when I talked about my first time seeing the movie and how I yelled literally in the movie theater. I hated this whole opening. I mean, it's action-packed, but it's just garbage. You know what this movie is? So this movie is the extreme version of what happened in Thunderball, where they just started adding things to add. Mm -hmm. This This is like the far end of that, where... All right, the surfing's kind of big. Let's add surfing in there. Okay, they've got, uh, you know... Ice Palace. Ice Huge, palace. like, you oh, know. Man. You know. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a comic book villain's, yeah. you know, layer. Camouflage yeah. cars. I, I, I have a lot of questions about the Ice Hotel, but I'll save them. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, there's <laughs> no, just... You, how do they build it? Well, yeah. how is there electronics in the walls of all the doors? It's ice. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, using key cards to open stuff. A, a couple interesting things from watching the documentary about that opening scene, though. Number one, they did the filming of the surfing in a place called Jaws, which is in Hawaii. What a coincidence. And it is um, the most dangerous waves in the world, actually. Really? So those are legit stunt surfers that they, you know, got in Hawaii to do those scenes. And I guess just the way the waves impact that area, it is like the most dangerous spot that you can do any sort of surfing. Man. So I thought that was kind of cool. The other thing is Brosnan totally tore out his meniscus in this opening scene, and they had to delay filming for a couple weeks. There's a scene when he's trying to jump onto the hovercraft for the first time after he blows up the the briefcase with his watch, and when he makes the jump, he was saying in the documentary that it was the first scene of the day, he did not warm himself up or stretch or anything, and as soon as he jumped onto the hovercraft, he immediately felt the tear and it hit the ground. And um, he was out for... It was a couple weeks. They were really freaked out, though, that it was going to be something more serious because he is, I think he was around 50 at this point. Yeah, I mean, he was an older there. guy. So they were really concerned, like, how long this was going to be, and, and they did not have a whole lot of time 
because this was one of the first scenes that they shot in the entire movie. So they're like, if if you can't be up to play the part, like what the hell are we gonna do? Um, and so I guess they drugged him up big time. Uh, <laughs> they got him some, you know, they, they got him rushed in to have the surgery. And I guess the rest of the scenes in that opening, he is uh, he puts on a good show, but he is like hurting. Like he is, it's like right after the surgery that he does, like when he's hanging from that bell and when he's fighting on the hovercraft when he's got the damn fr- flamethrower and all that. That's all while he's still recovering from this meniscus tear. And more similarities to Rumble in the Bronx. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Jackie Chan did that, (laughs) hopping onto the hovercraft. Broke his foot, yeah. 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 Are you guys as angry as me about Bond being captured and that I hated it? I, didn't I, mean, it. I thought that was kind of. I know it was different, but I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like it, it, at the very least, it wasn't just every single Bond opening. And you know, don't be wrong. This isn't necessarily how I feel. This is me trying to be objective about it. But like every Bond opening is him being a badass, and everything works out, and he's great, and the movie opens. Yeah. In this. He's captured. Yeah, he could. He and his country abandons him because that's how it works. He's a double O agent. They disavow knowledge of him when he fails a mission. Yeah. So you know, England's like double O what? No, no, that's not one of ours. Yeah, I, I, I think it was an, in, it's an interesting way to go about it. You know, it kind of turns it on its ear. It's not like oh, everything worked out for him. It's like oh, he's caught and what you know mm-hmm. i think it's interesting in that they they are like oh yeah it's 14 months later so it's not like oh he was caught for a week it's like no it was a <laughs> really long time that he was in uh, prison yet miraculously it's been 14 months of being tortured and when he finally has the prisoner exchange he's able to fucking hop skip and jump his way off the aircraft carrier to get himself into the hong kong hotel like wouldn't you be so weak from Malnutrition, scorpion venom in you, all this other stuff. Adrenaline. Like, like Bond's like ready to go. <laughs> yeah, no, right. right. He's looking like Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin <laughs> with the hair and the fucking beard and everything. I all right. I mean, I I get what they're trying to do. I couldn't stand it. Oh yeah. I mean, don't be wrong. Like personally, like watching Bond get captured and fail and friggin' get like tortured. It's like, oh, this isn't this isn't James Bond. Like he, he's supposed to be successful. What's going on? Yeah. Like so there's that part of me that like really doesn't like it, but there's that other side of me that realizes like, okay, they were trying to go some for something different and, you know, it worked out so well for the rest of the movie. <laughs> and then, you know, when they when he's at the when he's in the the ship or whatever after he's been saved, he gives himself a heart attack. Yeah, you know, I have. What, I, what I, exactly happened? There? Yeah, I, he dreams himself to death. <laughs> I I have that in my notes. I'm like, does he will himself into cardiac arrest? He just like it's just like, yep, I'm gonna have just. I don't. I did not get that at all. Yeah, dumb. And then like all he does is just get up and hit the button, and he just walks right out. Like yeah. how, and all the alarms are going off and everything. When there have been like 10, 20 people in there trying to revive him? No, it's just a nurse that he kisses and says, uh, thanks for the kiss of life. Ugh. Dirtbag dirt bag bond. Yeah. Dirtbag bond. <laughs> and he just, he just jumps right off the boat. Like, and no one, no one tries bond. to find him either. He's just like, oh, He's right. gone forever. Yeah, he well, shows up at the yacht club. How about when he goes to the island 
right? And he has to, he takes that guy with him. In Cuba? He, like, kill punches him. <laughs> He's, un- <laughs> the guy's unconscious for, that boat ride's probably an hour. It's probably an hour <laughs> boat ride. The guy's unconscious <laughs> when he dumps him into the middle of the lobby. Well, well, you know, in his defense, they established that guy was kind of a dick. He was waving his gun around at the waiter earlier, so he kind of deserved it. That doesn't make you any more, any more uh, concussion prone, though. Bond needed to use him to Look, get onto the island. License to kill. License to give concussions. He punched him. He killed him with a punch. License to give the five-point palm exploding heart technique. <laughs> That's what you yeah, I must have what it was. Yeah, I must have been. I I don't even want to say anything about the plot. I just want to talk there, about there is, the scenes. The plot is, there, there is it, the plot's garbage. It's it's dumb. I mean, it's like it's like Craig was kind of saying, right? This this rogue uh, general from North Korea. Um, Sounds good so far. Right? It, <laughs> apparently this deal goes south with him getting diamonds and weapons exchanges and all that. So he decides to turn himself into a white dude. He's going <laughs> to use these diamonds to make a satellite. <laughs> and then he's going to try and, and take over South Korea. Uh, that's pretty much the, the movie. Yeah. Oh. They they have this scene. So they the, he's trying to find, Bond is trying to find Zhao, the, the, the sidekick. Johnny Tran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because the prisoner exchange happened, and he still wants to hunt the guy down. So I they, wish he would have had a motorcycle. <laughs> so they go to Cuba, which Cuba's also kind of cool. This is the second time Pierce Brosnan's been to Cuba in a Wait, Bond movie. Can I can I interject? Oh, yeah. I, I have a pop quiz. Oh, n- what? What? <laughs> what do you got, Joe? No, pop you. Quiz. There you go. <laughs> well, I didn't hear the volume. I, I know we're kind of circling through the plot, but I, That's fine. So, so he goes to Hong Kong and he uh-huh. ends up meeting with uh, Mr. Chang. I think is what they called him. Yeah, that's uh, like the Chinese ch- CIA. But, or but something. they they originally had someone else in mind. They wanted to bring back another character from a, a different James Bond movie for that role, but they ended up not doing it. Do you have any any idea who they wanted to bring was back? Was it Michelle Yeoh? It was Michelle Yeoh, her character from uh, really? Tomorrow Never Dies. You know, dies. she was also supposed to get a spinoff movie. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They they initially they wanted to bring her back for that role but then they didn't so then it was just Mr. Chang. Yeah because Tomorrow Never Dies was also such a great movie that they should bring people back from that. <laughs> yeah I have, uh, I have qualms about that one too. Yeah, agreed. So, bad. so I did I did actually kind of like the scenes uh, in Cuba. Uh, I liked the music. The do, 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 do. <laughs> you know they're doing all that. Yep uh, that's, that's what it sounded like. That's, that's all I had. Um, there are some neat things though again from the documentary about what happened. So they actually filmed this in Spain and uh, apparently they showed up again like at the wrong time of the year and it was like super cold so all the scenes of like Halle Berry in the water in her swimsuit and all of the scenes when they're outside and all that the temperature was in like the 40s (laughs) seriously yeah oh that's rough she was just like miserable the entire time I mean she looks miserable doing the movie but do you blame her though yeah I mean (laughs) it was like really bad and there was no sunlight. They were only there for two weeks because their their licensing or whatever to film in Spain was only allowed for that amount. Like they were considering rewriting the entire movie because they weren't going to be able to use any of their stuff in Spain. And then right at the end, they got a, like two days of daylight, and uh, they were they were going to decide to keep going with it. So I guess when when Bond meets Jinx for the first time, it was supposed to be at nighttime in a bar outside but at nighttime it was getting into the 30s <laughs> and they're like there's no way we can do this so that's what created that um that scene where she's like coming out of the water like showing herself off in that orange bikini and all that kind of oh, stuff yeah. so that was actually kind of done like last minute on the fly that introduction hmm. so which really isn't very good either but 
There no, it is. and their it's their introduction. Is, he, he's so creepy in this. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got the binoculars staring there is down at her. So much innuendo in this movie, and like gross innuendo. I am so happy you bring this up. There came a point when I was taking my notes on this movie uh-huh. that I realized. 80% of the dialogue in this movie are puns and sexual innuendo. <laughs> yeah, It's legit. If you, It'll actually make this movie a little bit more enjoyable <laughs> if you decide to rewatch it and just catch every single time they're implying something else. Oh, yeah. It is, it's like the worst dialogue I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like, even like those Jackie Chan movies that we've done on this show. I, it is so horrible. Like, when I started focusing on it, it's literally everything that someone is saying has some sort of other meaning to some it. Some sort of, it's like a double entendre. Every single time. I'm not kidding you. Wow. It's it's insane how poorly written this movie is. There's that one scene where he's talking to Madonna and he lifts his sword like he's getting a boner. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She says, I don't like cockfights. Uh, yeah. That's one of the things that she says. Uh, you you mean right. you mean when he says, I have been known to keep my tip yes, up. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> raises his sword. I'm so glad that you all have notes but, about that one scene. Yeah. Just just so you know, my note says I have I have been known to keep my tip up equals gross. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, another gross thing. So him and Miranda, right? They're they're kissing. Mm-hmm. It is such a gross. When he says, "Put your back into it," yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and it it sounds like they're licking peanut butter out of each other's mouths. They're like, (laughs) 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 it is disgusting sound. Do do you mind? I think I've become undone. That's another one there. Oh yeah, it just goes on and on and on. Always garbage. (laughs) It it really it it really is. Oh, did you you learn about Bond's Big Bang Theory? Yeah, I think I got the thrust of it. That's just bad writing. Oh, always be a jinx to you. Like, it just doesn't... Like, it's it's constant. I hate it. I'll be half the girl I used to be when the girl gets cut. It it doesn't end. I've missed your sparkling personality. How's that for a punchline when she gets punched? Uh, it, it just doesn't end. And this is the other thing I hate about this movie. Only thing? <laughs> Another other thing. thing. <laughs> Bond constantly screws up in this movie. The entire movie is him fucking up and having to repair it. He screws up in the beginning, right? Because he yeah. gets captured. Yeah. He screws up in Spain when he's getting ready to kill Zhao. Like the whole shit, the whole yeah. thing goes to shit. Yep. He gets busted when he's at the Ice Palace on several occasions. Yeah. He literally. On the plane at the end, he ran into a guy. That's what caused him to get caught. So he was watching all of the action, like the final scene in the movie when when Graves kills his dad and all that. And like he's getting ready to pounce because Graves is about to see him. And as soon as he can like totally shoot Graves and end the movie, he, there's just a guy walking down the hallway and he runs into the guy. That's just pathetic. He screws up a million times in this movie. It makes him look like a moron. And that is not my bond. It was, yeah, this was real bad. I hated it. Every single time he's getting ready to do the right thing, he fucks something up. <laughs> I, I have a question about the science of this movie. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I'll, yes, great. I'll field this one. Go so <laughs> so I, I'm to presume that we're in this, this world where you can completely reshape someone's DNA. Sure. Turn them into a different person. But, White guy. But we don't have the technology to remove diamonds from someone's face. Correct. Yep. I mean, I get it. It looks cool that Johnny Tran has those diamonds in his face. <laughs> sure. But it's like, if you, I mean, like, wouldn't you take them out? You think Eventually. 
I'm just I was very How do you think he's paying for all the surgeries? And why is he bald? Slowly why is he bald when he comes back? Because he's halfway through the gene therapy. Maybe he wanted to be white too. Probably. I mean he looks white. I think they do when they show like the when he's yeah. when he busts in on him getting the treatment and they show it's like a picture of him turning into a white guy. Yep. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> so God, I, I just can't get over the, the like that fact of the movie is the fact that it's like hey, hey, you're this, like, rogue Korean general, and, and, and you're pretty menacing, so you're a white guy now. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I, the other thing I want to mention here is the special effects in this movie are shit. Oh, man, they're real I mean, bad. I, I, yeah. I, I wanted to tell myself that it must be just because it's 2002 and that technology is still coming out, maybe, but it is so painfully obvious when Halle Berry jumps seemingly a thousand feet into the water, that that's not her <laughs> at all. And then when Bond is using the roof of that dragster that is for some reason in, uh, oh, in oh, Iceland. Oh, you mean the parasailing Yes. <laughs> the, the parasailing is 100%. The water's not real. Bond's not real. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is fucking real. And it looks so horrible. Yes. And he's... <laughs> like, yeah. it is the most ridiculous when i rewatch this movie i remembered a lot about it but i did not remember that it's like he's oh, hanging I that. like first of all like why is the rocket car in the movie there's a rocket car in the movie uh, yeah and he steals the rocket car and he's out racing the icarus laser and then he's like, which couldn't you just set the laser a little bit further ahead couldn't he have turned <laughs> The thing was going yeah, in a straight line. Yeah. But he's but he's hanging over the cliff in this rocket car and he's like, Oh, there's a parachute here and I'm like, No, I'm like, that's this isn't and then like, yeah, then the next scene they're playing the bond theme really loud <laughs> and he's parasailing and like you said, it's like None of it's real, except for, like, occasional close-up shots of uh, Brazen's face. And then he's also, I mean, that dragster's going, or the whatever you want to call it, it's going, like, 200 and something miles an hour. Rocket car? Yeah. Rocket car, Rocket or whatever. Car, yeah. He's clearly, like, he, uh, like, maybe 100 miles away, and there just happens to be some guy on a snowmobile that he takes out so that he can find himself back within two minutes back to the ice palace. That that being said, I do like the uh, little... That would have taken half a day to get your ass back. <laughs> I like the little bit where his like technology guy is like, oh, boss, he beat your time. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh, I have to say. Yeah, that was, that was great. I, I did kind of like the sword fight between Graves and Bond. Yeah, that was pretty much the one. Was, yeah, the, one yeah, the, the real laundry. intense one. Yeah. Where yeah. they're trying to like do blood from the torso or whatever. Yeah, the old-fashioned way. Is that the old-fashioned way? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't necessarily <laughs> think that's an old-fashioned There is a way. lot no. of punching involved in that sword fight. <laughs> right? It really is. <laughs> like, that, that's not a knife fight. They're legit like going crazy at each other. That is, that is kind of an okay sequence. I'll give you that. Yeah, I did like that too. I I love the car. Like, yeah, I, that might be my favorite part the rocket about car? the movie. No, the, the Aston Martin. The, the invisible car? Yes, the Vanquish. Well, not the invisible part. The invisible part's kind of cool, though. Ooh. There's so many other batshit <laughs> stuff going on. Why not throw an invisible car in there? That technology is sort of there. The fuck, Spider-Man Homecoming uses it. Yeah. So what, what's oh, it matter? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only bring that up because I said that I didn't like the ending of Spider-Man Homecoming. That's not I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up because you're basing your reality in movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not healthy. The technology is there. Was it Spider-Man Homecoming? <laughs> no, no. There's legit. There's been a lot of research The technology is there. Shut up. Invisibility is something that they've gotten a lot of work done on <laughs> using mirrors and shit. I've never seen it. Well, yeah, because you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's a dumbass pun for this movie that does a million of them. 
Oh, oh, the place. Oh, it was a place of ice. Bond goes, oh, this must feel like home for Miranda Frost. There's another one there. And then I like how Jinx gets stuck with a shitty Thunderbird, too. Like, Bond gets this awesome Aston Martin. What do you get, Jinx? Four released a Thunderbird for that movie. I know, it was just for the movie. I saw it. I saw actually both. I saw the the Green Jaguar, which is sweet. I saw the Vanquish, and I saw the Thunderbird. Because I don't know if any of you went to it, but Henry Ford Museum here in Detroit had a Bond exhibit the year that this movie came out in 2002. Oh, that's right. And I, I, I totally had to go. So I took my girlfriend, who is my wife now, to it. That poor girl. Yep, right? We actually, it was our first <laughs> flight River got into because we got lost on the way there. It was our first ever fight. But I remembered, though, it was like the coolest exhibit ever because they had M's office with the doors. Oh, that's they cool. They had all the gadgets, all the gadgets. That's Odd Jobs cool. hat, the, really cool. the club, yeah. shoe, all of it. And then they had Bolt. They had the three cars set up on display that you could check them out. It was one of the coolest exhibits ever, you know, like a rotating exhibit that they had at the Henry Ford. Huh. So That's really neat. Yeah, they had all three cars there. It was really cool. But I I, I love the car. I, I liked the car chase, too. A little crazy, but it was uh, fun. Other than the fact I don't know why Johnny Tran had it. Why was his car tricked out like Bonds? And why did he have a convertible when they were like, <laughs> like, hey, we're going to the Arctic. Let me get my convertible. What, hey, when did, uh, when did Fast and Furious come out the first? Is that 2001? Yeah, I feel like 2001, the original one. See, this is another example where the Bond films steal from whatever is popular. That's true. This, oh, this yeah. scene was pretty much, you know, it was it was a uh, Fast and Furious. They had, a, in fact, a lot of the weird shots where, like, they artificially rotated the camera. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's taken from the Fast and Furious films. Yeah, I, I, and, oh. and the the chase scene where they're able to fit those cars through the hallway of yeah. the ice hotel. What, what? <laughs> yeah, the whole hotel was built. It was actually one of the largest uh, stages that they've ever done for a Bond movie. The entire ice palace was done in Pinewood Studios. Wait, it was real ice. <laughs> yes, it was real ice. Actually, oh. I do have a pop quiz for us all. Oh, so you do? I do. Pop quiz, hot shot. So the filming of all this ice and whatnot, they're supposed to be in Iceland. I'm going to give you four choices and see which one you get. Okay. Where did things actually get filmed? Was it in Iceland? Was it in Alaska? Was it in Sweden? Or was it in Antarctica? I'm going to say Sweden. Uh, I'll say Antarctica to be different. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, what are my last two choices I can choose from? Iceland itself or Alaska? I'll say Iceland. Okay. It is Iceland. Well, I'll be damned. Ah. But there was a ton of trying to figure things out. When they were getting ready to film, uh, they had a heat wave in Iceland. <laughs> and oh, they're like, well, this is bad luck. Just like the cold weather in Spain. This, these all should have been omens that this movie was going to be shit. But yeah, they, they went with it anyway. Bad omens. So they got everything ready. They, they explored Alaska. And they moved everything to Alaska. And what? then at the last minute... Things got super crazy cold in Iceland because where the car chase was was actually a frozen lake. And yeah. they're like, like we got to do this scene here. So they brought everything back from Alaska <laughs> to Iceland. <laughs> the guy that, that directed the second unit that, that was responsible for all of this, he says usually this would take eight weeks. He had two weeks to do it. Every 30 minutes, they were drilling into the ice to make sure that it was good enough to be on. And they had to scatter themselves apart so far to make sure that the ice didn't crack either. Because it's not only like 50, 100 guys working on the film, but you've got cars, you've got, you know, yeah, all, yeah. Sorts all, of, of stuff. all sorts of stuff. 
And uh, one of the days was a really bad day, and they actually thought that one of the Aston Martins was going to go under the water. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I would suck. imagine that's expensive. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's Bond's car, so I mean, it would have been a submarine too, anyway. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. quiz, hot shot. Oh, so this movie's expensive. Mm-hmm. However, a large portion of the budget of this film was paid for by twenty different com- companies putting their products in it. How much of the budget was paid for by these companies? Like a percentage? You can either give me a percentage or you can give me the dollar amount. Oof. I'm going to say 50%. I'm going to say half the movie. I'm going to say 60%. I'll uh, go 40%. I'll lowball it. It is approximately 50% of the movie was paid via, <laughs> uh, reported to have been paid via uh, don- uh, product placement, $70 million. Jeez, However, wow. they're estimating that the actual undisclosed amount was around a hundred million Jeez. on a budget of a hundred forty-five million for the movie. <laughs> awful, man! Absolutely awful. Hey, insane. I want to I want to brighten this night with our inner radiance. It's another another. Can we be done with this there. garbage well, script? I, I I wanted to. I I had one more thing, and then I wanted to find out if there's any other scenes that we missed that yeah, people are like, on, "This is ridiculous" and whatever. One thing that I did kind of like in this movie is how they did try, and I, I said it already before. They wanted to bring back stuff from the other Bond movies. Yeah. So a couple things that I noticed, like I love the laser scene because it's a total homage to Goldfinger. You love the laser scene? I did. It was kind of fun. <laughs> I, you I, know, I, where, where I, Jinx is tied to it and then the lasers are going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, well, and then, of here, course, the black guy has to die because it's like Star Trek. Here's my question. One, what are those lasers for? Two, who cares? Why, two, why are they like wildly out of control? And then she somehow controls it with pinpoint accuracy to shoot in the back of that guy's head. Because that's fun, <laughs> obviously. I mean, <laughs> Joe it makes a, valid a fun point, scene. right? Like, why are the why are like, why are they there with like a stretcher? Yeah, like why is it Great a thing question to strap too. the person to? Right. There's a lot of things we could I, I wonder, mean, listen, Joe. A listen, lot of things. Listen, I get the homage to Goldfinger. I get it, but I still didn't like it. I liked, uh, so Ursula Andress, when she comes out of the water in Dr. Yeah. No with the swimsuit, that was Halle Berry trying to imitate that. We talked about the jetpack, but then Bond also has that breathing thing from Thunderball. Yeah. Um, the satellite I mentioned from Diamonds Are Forever. You know, we saw Ro- Rosa Klebs, you know, shoe, whatever. Like, I kind of liked that they brought all that in. You know, it's a 40-year anniversary. They, they wanted to, to do those special things. Wait, I kind of liked that. Wait a second. Rosa Klebs' shoe... Where was that found in the movie again? It was in uh, Q when they had the scene with Q, and what? he was looking through all the old stuff. What? But Q didn't design that. That was uh, from Rosa Clapp. You're right. <laughs> that is a Spectre invention. <laughs> that was Spectre. Did, but like, they had Q it. Did steal it? Well, maybe Bond, after he killed Rosa Clapp, took, took her removed, shoes. Took her shoes. And, hey, I'll give this to Q. Hey, I, I like this idea of a knife in the shoe. I, I'm going to have to give this to Q. Listen, it was a super creepy Bond then. He took shoes because that was his thing. <laughs> Well, Brosnan does smell the shoe, too, when he's looking at it, which yep. is weird. He's like... He did smell the shoe. You're right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fair enough. Bond's just a creep. It's just it's just every Bond movie... It, it wouldn't be an episode of Last Action Podcast where we didn't call Bond out for being a giant creep. It's true. Yep. All right. Anyone else have something here that they really wanted to share? Uh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention, and because it's... 
I mean, in a movie full of ridiculous things. But why the controller for the Icarus, like the thing, <laughs> why does it slowly become a mech suit? Like, first, yeah. it, first it's like a Nintendo Power Glove, and <laughs> then he gets like, like a, Robocop. Then he gets like a harness and goggles, and it's like, why? But the reality is, it's just like a trackball on his wrist. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, he's like, well, I got to put this electricity defense system in it, and I need glasses, and it's. I, it's By the end of the movie, he's transforming into a pistol for his, his henchmen to fire him. <laughs> can I also ask, why are they on a plane? Icarus can be controlled by a remote control, so why are they flying in the air to I don't begin know. with? I don't know. How does the plane fly through the Icarus laser and it's still <laughs> relatively okay? Yeah. I, I mean, and how in the hell does that helicopter successfully land from that airplane. I don't know, but that was kind of cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But I did, like, did kind of like that escape from it. God. So, so much, so much stuff. All right. Looks like your friends thing. have bailed. That was the quote, by the way. We need to rate this thing. No, I want to keep going with all these stupid Here we things. Go. <laughs> I think I broke her heart when the thing went through her heart. Okay. We need to move on. Time to face gravity. Oh, Read God. this bitch as she shoves the book through Miranda Frost. <laughs> Technically, it was the knife through her, not the Whatever. book. The book was attached to it. Oh, you mean the art of war? I'll yeah. have to try <laughs> something more to the point. Oh, it is stop, literally please. every line. Okay, so we're rating it right I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I we still have more of these. We'll let Sphinx go first. I, okay. Believe it or not, <laughs> I've been bat- I've been bashing this movie the entire you're time. You're gonna give this a decent rating, but I actually I'm gonna give this a decent rating because LPJ, you have made me see some wild fucking movies on this show, <laughs> and this movie kind of fits a lot of them. It really does. Kinda. Like, how is this not like a roadhouse, <laughs> right? Like, it is. I mean, we don't have Bigfoot, but we've got other stupid ass stuff. Like, there's just a lot of weird things in here. And um, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> it was kind of fun to watch in its in its dumbness. And oh. I just kept I actually I kept waiting for another phrase to come out, and they kept coming. So I was like, I what, I kind of like this movie. What are, you, what are you giving it? I'm gonna give it a three out of five machine guns. No way! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> LPJ, what about was, you? It's a fun ride. This movie. <sighs> Look, do I have to try something more to the point? Oh God, stop, please! This movie is. Oh, God, it was it's time such, to face gravity. It's such a hard watch, and yeah, there's a couple cool things in it, but the rest of the stuff is so garbage. Yeah, like it. It just it makes me sad. I'm glad it happened because then we get, you know. We get the next series of Bond films, which yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. But like, man, this movie was—it hurt. Like, it, it made me sad that that's what it came to. Yeah, like it hit rock bottom there. <laughs> so th- this is a this movie's a one. Ooh, a one out this of is five. A, this is a one. <laughs> that's your worst rating ever on yeah. the show. <laughs> I know. This is you seriously think this is the worst movie we've ever seen on this show? There's no way you can believe that. Yeah. I know you don't like this movie. No, and I that's don't like fine. This movie. But you're literally telling me this movie is worse than Black Hawk Down. Yes. Damn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you feel. You I gave mean, it three out of five. I mean, do you see how gave, I'm not arguing? But I think I gave. I think <laughs> no, I gave Black Hawk Down a one. Also, no, you gave it like a one and a half. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you did. 
I'll that's how bad we'll, we'll, we'll check the tape. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and help you out, Craig or Joe. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I mean, I'm kind of with LPJ here. I mean, it's, it's not. There's Bond movies that are bad that are fun to watch, and I think this is not really fun to watch. I think it's not. I mean, there's some stuff. It's like, yeah, we had some laughs, but it's, it's a slog to get through. Like I said, I couldn't even sit down and watch it in one sitting or two sittings or two sittings i really had to get it in the three and it's just not there's just not enough there i'm i'm gonna give it uh, one and a half machine guns i'm gonna give it i i would have given it one machine gun out of five but madonna told me to analyze this, <laughs> analyze, this, Damn it, analyze this 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 and so i'm giving it a two out of five because <laughs> i kind of like the song <laughs> listen here as Jenk says, Bond, leave it in. And then Bond says, I have to pull it out. Just stop. As we're talking about diamonds. Gross. In her belly button. Because why Why are they in a bed playing with a bunch of diamonds? I don't know. By the way, <laughs> uh, puns are like kryptonite to villains. And <laughs> it's just, I feel like my internal organs are just like rupturing <laughs> as you talk. But he had his own puns. Time to face gravity. That was Graves. He wasn't a real villain. That's why he was able to use puns. Should we go? Cut. We just go. Cut the mic. Right. <laughs> we should. Be, we'll just, you guys. Yeah. Let's just go. Joe they and can, I are gonna go. Yeah. We, they could talk about the song being good and the one-liners for the rest of the night. Oh my god! Make out with each other and make it sound like <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Craig, would you like to tell us about some other things you do with Games of the Media? Uh, yes, I don't just talk about Sigmund Freud in analyzing <laughs> this. I also uh, am a part of The Legend of Retro, where we talk about old video games. Uh, so I join uh, Chops and Xander and The Glitch, and we uh, you know discuss uh, retro games, uh, anything older than 10 years ago. Uh, we uh, go through a whole bunch of stuff. I... Uh, Aside from that, though, I'm also uh, the host of Noobs and Dragons, uh, where you can uh, you know listen in on a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that I run with some of the members of the Gamezilla crew, uh, uh, Grimlock, Jazzy from the Gamezilla show, as well as Chops, who joins me on uh, uh, you know, Legend of Retro. Why haven't you killed Chops yet? I've tried. I know you oh, need to try harder. Tried. Oh, he just tried. he just needs to have his end come. His end <laughs> will come. Good. Soon enough, right. I assure you, Sphinx. Anyway, right. uh, I also do uh, <laughs> a bunch of different wacky, uh, weird voices when I do uh, my long plays on uh, the Gamesilla YouTube channel. I do. Oh, speaking of which, do your next plug in a weird voice. Oh, <laughs> sure. I I sometimes talk like this on Noobs and Dragons, and uh, every so often on even long plays. But it depends on the character. They should really be more of a mad scientist type. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah, I get to do a lot of goofy voices, and it's a lot of fun. You I, love uh, to snort, LPJ. I do. I've got, a, I got allergies. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I... It's getting I, late. Uh, it's, it's late. Yeah, it's, it really late is. It's, it's really late. My allergies are killing me. So, <laughs> what? Uh, but I, I, I don't know why you forced me to go before Joe, because now Joe has to follow my tough act. <laughs> Um, Joe, what do you want to plug? <laughs> uh, I will. I I would like to plug my past uh, appearances on the Last Action Podcast. The we talked about the uh, Rumble in the Bronx one. It's a good one. And the Spider-Man Homecoming one. Yeah, also a good one. I was going to say, every time we have Craig and Joe on our show, I feel like we've got some great episodes coming your way. From every it. episode is great, except for one that we'll go unmentioned. <laughs> True. <laughs> 
Um, we also should say that if you would like to support us um, and a little bit further, to please go on to uh, patreon.com slash media and you can feel free to help throw a couple dollars our way. It helps keep the lights on, keep the power running. Uh, we offer all sorts of Patreon perks as well. I know Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons have several perks. Yeah, yeah. So you get uh, like a behind the a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. You get some bonus content from uh, you know Legend of Retro. Uh, you know, gets you early access for you know uh, like I believe it's the game Zilla or no, uh, not early access for the game Zilla show. It uh, you can uh, do voting. And, yeah, and stuff, like voting and stuff like that. Discord channel, last action podcast. We also do a special episode each month that's just for the Patreon listeners too. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, pretty much, uh, just about all the shows on our network have uh, some, you know, uh, great bonus. And well, all of us have great bonus content. But uh, I know most of the shows have like bonus episodes, even mm-hmm. that you get for for being a uh, member of uh, Patreon. So, yeah, go to gamezilla or patreon.com slash gamezilla media in order to support the show. It's greatly appreciated. Yep. And the last thing I want to bring up is, uh, at the time you're listening to this, we'll be wrapping up our uh, Gamers for Giving event. And uh, we want you guys to, uh, to to head over to the GameZilla Media webpage. Check out our Gamers for Giving event. We're trying to build a gaming cart for CS, Ch- CS Mott Children's Hospital. Uh, looking for some donations there. Um, we're hoping, you know, if we get enough donations, to maybe build a couple carts if we can. Hey, yeah, if we can bring in enough, that would be great. It's uh, all a part of the GameZilla Gives Back campaign that we've mm-hmm. been playing around with. And uh, make sure to check out that page, too, because there's a lot of fun perks and uh, uh, fun stuff that we'll not only do on a live stream. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, the live stream will be uh, happening before or after this uh, episode. It would be after. Okay. So uh, so that works. Uh, otherwise, uh, make sure to uh, take a look at all the other fun things that you uh, will get from you know our uh, crews uh, moving forward after the... Uh, uh, the events and everything. Yep. All right, LPJ. It looks like we're going down together. God damn it. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Die another day may be over, but we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>